Welcome in to the Don't Be Rash podcast. Yes, we are still a thing. <laughs> we still exist. Mm-hmm. We're still here. We're alive. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Redrick Terry. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. I'm Ash Simpson, and uh, well, thanks for joining us after a little bit of uh, we'll call it a hiatus. Just a little bit. You know, we do say every uh, after every podcast that we. You know, we're going to come to you every week or whenever we feel whenever like Whenever we get around to it. Yeah. You know? you know, and it's been a little busy. It has. Yeah. For the both of uh, us, I would say. You know, life life gets crazy. Yeah. Now, Redrick, you, you've you been hustling. You know, you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, you know, I try. I try. I, uh, you know, on the side of the full-time job uh i also do a little play-by-play announcing so mm. recently been doing that in chicago with uh, saint xavier university shout out saint xavier go cougs row cougs wow, baby wow. <laughs> yeah so now can good. we get a little uh, preview of your play-by-play action uh no. All right. I'll do something and you call the play by play on it. <laughs> Ash is sitting in his chair. He's picking up a bottle and to his lips he takes the drink. <laughs> How's that? Is that great? <laughs> wow, Redrick. Anyway. I'm blown away. You know what? It's beautiful. It, 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 I'm inspired by you. It's inspirational. <laughs> Ooh, don't drop that. We almost he almost built the, the bottle on his laptop. <laughs> almost a foul on the play. Yeah, personal foul. Uh, yeah, so I've been back and forth from Chicago mm. every week for the last month. Wow. So it's That's a lot been, of traveling. Uh, it's been busy. But you know what? You've also been busy. And you've been busy oh, gosh. for the most adorable reason. You have a child now. No, I'm just kidding. I do. <laughs> well... <laughs> so many words feels like one it kind of is um, yeah yeah we we gave birth <laughs> to a puppy no that's not how that works um yeah so rashies here's what's been going on in my life that's what we're calling the people listening to this podcast by the way uh, i don't you're i don't all, know if that's you're gonna all stick. Our rashies uh, uh, that's that's gross is that <laughs> oh well well the working title <laughs> anyways so um as many of you probably don't know, uh, Redrick has been riding me like a dog, no pun intended, for a mm-hmm. long time to get a dog. I sure have. And we have a Pet of the Week segment every week. And, well, in comes Beyonce. <sighs> this adorable 12-week-old puppy who is a mutt. And so beautiful, so so gorgeous. Got these beautiful brown eyes, these like hazily light brown <laughs> eyes, and she's nice brown. And uh, well, my, my heart started to flutter. I was talking to my fiance about it, <laughs> and well, we decided we've been talking about getting a dog for a long time, but uh, well, we decided no time like the present. Yay! So we got Beyonce, who's now Nova, and her middle name is Yonce because we got to keep Nova Yonce, Nova Yonce, yeah. something. <laughs> And uh, she's good. She's a sweet dog. We think she's a shepherd, maybe like a Vishla mix or something like that. The birth certificate says terrier pit bull mix, but she doesn't really look like much of a Not pit really. bull. So no. I don't know. We're trying to figure it out. Might do one of those DNA tests, but that costs money, yeah. which I don't mm-hmm. have. So. Yikes. Anyways, um, she likes to bite everything. <laughs> That's all puppies everything. do. Yeah. But we're getting there. She's, she's She is. Absolutely adorable, though. I, I can, I can. Leave me alone. Yes, I, I can vouch for that. She is absolutely precious. Uh, I 
took a picture with her and I wanted to post it on Instagram as if she were my own dog, but I refrained. I just posted it on Snapchat instead. So just, uh, just to let you know, oh, yeah. Uncle Redrick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my niece is beautiful. <laughs> my love, my dog niece, and uh, bless up. Yes, she's going places. Yes. So and 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 you think right now she's not small. I wouldn't say she's small. She's not huge yet. Right. She, but she is on the way. <laughs> seems like. Yeah, I don't know. She's growing quick. So. Yeah. They weighed her at the beginning of September. We took her into the, the clinic where we adopted her. And they weighed her at the beginning of September. She was 12 pounds. Took her in like three weeks later. She was 18 pounds. So she's growing. She's growing. Yeah. And we're, we got to go again tomorrow. So we'll see how much she weighs then. But oh boy. It's it's going to be a journey. That's for sure. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that's for certain. Mm, yeah. Yes. But congratulations. Well, and finally. You. Finally, I get to celebrate Father's Day now. And okay, I would calm down. (laughs) No, no, no. no, no Well, the one thing we agreed on is that uh, me and Redrick agreed on at least (laughs) our uncle and I. Yes. (laughs) No clothes on the dog. My fiance mm, is no. She thinks that right. We're gonna put a coat. And and that's you guys' argument. But I, I just know my vote is cast for absolutely no clothes on the dog. You put your vote in and then run And then away. I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, I'm out of Dodge. Go. <laughs> Good luck. Let it well, we, uh, it's been what? Two, three, four weeks? Has it been a whole month? It, it's it been a very while. may well have been a, yeah, an entire we, month. It's been a little busy. But we're back after. We've got a few updates for you. Uh, Popeyes, they ran out of chicken sandwiches. And then they were offering you to bring in your own... I don't, I just don't think that was real. Which again, because they had the sandwiches, it was a joke, but, like yeah. it was, it's back. And it's then it's back, back now. now, and it's still just so delicious. It's, it's, uh, it's so good. Oh my god! And someone beat Taylor Swift's album out, knocked it out of number one spot. Thank goodness, Thank right? The Lord, Toast Malone. And you know what? I haven't gotten Toast a chance to listen to the full album yet, but from what I have listened, it is very good. It's very. Good. <laughs> it is a very no. good album. He's talented. He got Ozzy Osbourne on it. Yeah, of yeah. all of all people, oh it's like another one of those obscure. Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. <laughs> so that's an update. And uh, White Claw was on a shortage for a little while. I think. Yeah, are now, they have they bounced back yet? It was so popular, like we talked about in a previous episode, mm-hmm. that they ran out. Yeah, just like Popeyes. You, you, <laughs> did you did you talk bad about White Claw, buddy? Well, <clears throat> anyways, any other okay. updates? Any yeah. life updates for you? I mean that's that's pretty much it. You Owen, know, you know, you don't producer. we don't we don't ever want to forget our technical producer Owen Hogue, uh, slash owner of Sunnyside Studios, where slash this expert podcast guitar hero player, <laughs> which which Ash just learned today. No, this guy is phenomenal. It's it's actually a little bit scary. Yeah, how good he is you, at, at guitar talent, hero. I'm impressed. It's I'm impressed. very impressive. Very impressive. All right. So without further ado, let's let's get into it. We've got a lot to talk let's about get today. Rashy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's get into it. So I think one of the biggest stories uh, from our area ish, as as we said before, we are national, we are coming man. from. We're coming from the Illinois Iowa border, yeah. so uh, this this is all taking place not too far from us. Um, this is one of the bigger stories that I can remember in a long time. Huge. I mean, we're talking about Carson King here. Um, now, first of all, before we go further, I will say that I was at that Iowa and Iowa State game, and 
this all started uh, from the sign that this student, Carson King, was holding at uh, Iowa State's stadium before the game on ESPN's college game day uh, pregame show. I was that close, and and you don't see my fingers, but they're very close together. I was that close (laughs) to being on that program. I was so close. So sorry, Red. I was blocked out by a sign. And do you know what that sign said? What sign? What is that? I'll give you one guess. It's the most overused sign for sporting events in Iowa. This is a, I don't know. Is it a, is it go Hawks? Nope. Nope. It's a movie quote. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Are you serious? Somebody made a sign. That unoriginal sign is what blocked me from being on ESPN College Game Day. Yes. Is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Yep. Yep. I am. If you were wasting time and resources on that. I mean, unoriginal doesn't even doesn't even make it. it uh, oh. I'm just ah, uh, I'm still upset. It's it's Guys. been over a month, and I'm upset. Yes, yeah, so. Owen. Okay. Uh, anyway, well, that's the last time we asked Owen to talk. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Man. <laughs> All right, right. thank you, Owen. <laughs> Goodbye. No, anyway, so he had this sign uh, on college game day. Different sign. A different sign. No, I I would be okay with being blocked by that sign, but that wasn't <laughs> the case. So so this sign. <laughs> Essentially asks for beer money, right? He's right. Bushlight needed replenishing. Yeah, which is hilarious because if you don't know, Iowa is crazy oh. about Bushlight. Oh, I don't know it. what it is, but people in Iowa buy Bushlight like it's going out of style. It, it is, it is unbelievable how much they like that beer. They love it. it it's a, it's a lifestyle in Iowa, um, and so. He he said his bush light supply needed replenishing. He needed beer money, and he gives his Venmo name <laughs> on this sign that is aired nationally on, on ESPN College Game Day. Well, the money starts just flooding in after that, and we're talking thousands upon thousands upon thousands, eventually millions of dollars. So what does Carson King decide to do? Well, he decides to take a little bit of it for a pack of beer. And give all the rest of it to the Stead Family Children's Hospital in Iowa City, which, without a doubt, is unbelievably yeah. kind and generous now and let's, the right thing to do. Let's build the tension a little bit, because if you're not familiar with Iowa geography, what's going on here is that Carson King, an Iowa State fan. Correct, an Iowa State student. An yeah. Iowa State student and fan is giving money to the University of Iowa rival, hardcore rival, Children's Hospital, which is like... Nothing's going to bring the state of Iowa together like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so obviously a fantastic, fantastic gesture. So enter the newspaper, one of them at least, from Des Moines, the Des Moines Register. Well, then you got to mention who partnered up with him too and said, Oh, sure. Help yes, yes. And then Bush Light, of course, being Iowa's yeah. savior, <laughs> decides to partner up with him and they say they're going to give him some beer. And they're going to match however much money he right. raises from this Venmo account. They're going to match it and also donate that to the Stead Family Children's Hospital. I mean, this is just and this is just kind of a culmination, right? It's building up more and more as as, as, too, as, yeah. as the weekend goes along. Venmo then jumps on it, says they're going to match. I mean, it's just it's fantastic stuff. Yeah. Enter the Des Moines Register. 
uh, one of the newspapers uh, from that area. And one of their reporters is going to do a profile on Carson King. And in the midst of this reporter's research, uh, this reporter comes across a series or one, I, I believe is what they said, a tweet uh, that had some uh, racial connotations to it. And it took place, you know, we're talking about, I think eight, eight years, years ago, ago was the number when, when he, he was, was a high schooler, 16, 16 year old. old. So this reporter brings this to Carson King's attention and Carson then releases a statement and apologizes and, you know, takes responsibility for it. This is where the story turns completely south, right? Because <laughs> this off the rails at this point really just ticked off everybody that that has been following this story they you know were, were saying things like you know this reporter shouldn't have done that he shouldn't have dug that deep it didn't add anything to the story it doesn't have anything to do with the story that's at hand uh they then went back and and looked into the reporter's old tweets and found some questionable old tweets oh, of man. the reporter i mean this is just it, it went completely off the rails the reporter has since been let go so he's not yeah. at the register anymore. And so Bush Light uh, ended up severing ties with Carson King after, after this, sending, after after this happens. A can with his face on they, it. Yeah. And sending a truckload of it to him. Yep. Yep. They they, they canceled out. So uh, now they did not, and this is important to note, they did not back out of their promise to match the right. money. They still don't. They severed ties with Carson King, but they're still donating the money. Right. So this this comes to uh again a lesson that a lot of us in this age group are going to have to learn. And I mean a lot and but when I say a lot of us I mean just about all of us. Everybody. Because what you tweet and what you post on Facebook it always usually has a way to come back. Now for Carson King's sake I think it was very unfortunate the way it happened. Um, do I think that those tweets should have been brought up at all? And by the way, this story didn't even end up making the paper that all the all the backlash and everything yeah. led to it and, and it just didn't happen. Um, do I think those tweets would have I mean, in any way, shape or form added to the story? No, right. No, I, I, I don't I don't see its place. Um that being said, <laughs> when you're in a situation like Carson King's uh, where, you know, you are an overnight celebrity in that in your area, it just it, it happens. That's what happens. Right. That all that stuff always gets brought back to light uh, for better or for worse. Now, thankfully, none of the things that uh, were promised to the children's hospital, none right. of that went away. All of that went to them, so which is the actual. I think the final total was three million dollars. Yeah. I mean that's incredible. That's Isn't that I mean that's unbelievable. And I don't think anybody's questioning the good work that he was doing. I think people were mad at the reporter like you said for digging up these old tweets going back 8 years which seems excessive uh to try to dig that far. It's like 8 years ago and then also mad at Bush for backing out. Like there was as much as Iowa loves Bush Light, yeah. there was calls to boycott mm -hmm. Bush which that didn't last long, no. I don't think. But <laughs> no. there were calls, you know. So this kind of brings up cancel culture. 
is kind of where I wanted to steer this conversation. Yeah, and I think this is this is one of those where if you don't know what it is, so cancel culture is the idea of like, oh, this is canceled. We're done with this. We're done with this story. You know, you had your chance, you lost it, you blew it, and you know, now we're done with you. And so this has happened a lot in other stories where something gets brought up and it's like, oh, we're done with you. And so it's brought up the idea of not throwing something away because of just one tweet, you know, or is it still righteous in this moment to say, forget him? Yeah. And, you know, the whole cancel culture thing, you know, that's, I, it's, it's twittery. It's real. Yeah. It's, you know, it was born on Twitter and on social media. And I mean, like some of that stuff is like, guys, okay, there's, there's that. And then there's real life. Like right. you got to be able to separate between the two. Exactly. But, um, I just, I don't like, I don't like the way it happened. I can't, I also, because, you know, we've, we've talked about it before. We've got roots in journalism, uh, for our careers and I, I can't necessarily fault the reporter for doing the research, for digging deep, uh, because and I say that because with a profile like that on a guy like you know, you're not doing a profile on, you know, some some actor that, you know, that has been in the light, you know, the whole time. This is some kid from. I was, you know, from Ames, Iowa, you know, you know, I understand going through and doing the research and making sure that you don't have that. I don't believe that those tweets should have been included. And I think what the plan was, was to do the profile and then to include the tweets at the end as some sort of footnote. And we got to like mention, if it wasn't clear enough, that Carson King came out before Before, this article was ever released. And he said, hey, I want to get in front of this. And I want to apologize for what I did when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And and really, I can't say enough about Carson King's whole approach in handling this. I think he did it flawlessly. Flawlessly. Absolutely flawlessly. I mean, he got in front of it. He admitted that they were wrong. He apologized for it. He said that's not the person that he is anymore. I mean, he even, you know, mentioned a tweet that he had tweeted a little bit later that spoke of, you know, acceptance and tolerance. And and that's the key to, you know, having a better, you know, society in general. And, you know, so I don't think that those tweets, you know, and we haven't seen the tweet. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, they, I don't think they, the tweet is even, even out has there. A copy of it. Yeah, I, I think the tweet's been deleted, and nobody's even seen it. Quote, mm-hmm. Tosh point oh show. Yeah, and we know Daniel Tosh. You know, we crazy. know his style of, of yeah. humor. Um, but you know, like I said, the way he handled it, absolutely flawless in my opinion. And I don't. I don't think that he's a bad person. But we do need to take this as a lesson. We need to know that this is this is the type of thing that yeah. you could and just might face right. you know when you when you do these things there are people that are you know in their 20s and things like that still posting ridiculous things right. you know and and it's like this is something that's going to come back and bite you if you are in some type of situation oh, like that yeah. so you need to be aware you need to know about it yeah absolutely and i i think on the back side of it nobody thinks not i can't say nobody but most people don't think Carson King is a bad guy on the back side of it, he, you know, in the middle of it, emotions were running high. Oh, a yeah. lot of people were either really mad at him or people were um, just trying to defend him and saying, how dare you pull up these tweets? Um, but on the back side of it, it's like we understand that 
kids say dumb things. Yeah. I shudder to think oh. about some of the things that I said as a kid. Like when I was 16, oh my goodness. Like I mean, you're talking a completely different person. A completely yeah. different person. If that was publicized today, oh my gosh. Actually, this caused me to go into my social media accounts and lock it down. Mm-hmm. Lock it down. Mm-hmm. I had like some stuff that was pu- and it's like harmless stuff that was public on my Facebook no, it's gone. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, if anybody can, you know, view it the wrong way, I want people who know me and know my heart behind things to have access to that. Otherwise, shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, that's just the lesson you got to learn. We didn't know in high school when social media became a thing, when Twitter was starting to get popular, we didn't understand the repercussions it would have later on. Yeah. And now, and now this is it. I mean, it's playing out before our very eyes. The the big takeaway for me, at least from this, though, is like I said, the entire beginning of this story was based on these kids getting this money um, from this entire fundraiser, and that much is still the same. They're still getting the money. Yeah. That that money is going back to the Step Family Children's Hospital, and that's the most important part of it to me. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a lesson you just got to learn because a lot of us could possibly be in that same situation and, and kids are going to get help. $3 million worth of help. Wonderful. So, you know what? We wonderful, learned our lesson and we move forward and move on. And, good and guess Carson what? King for, you know, pursuing it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful, wonderful job by Carson <laughs> King and Bush light. Um, you know what they did in response? I don't know if it was a response or not. What? They created this like 56 pack a beer that's in the shape of a bushel of corn. <laughs> I mean, you talk about knowing your audience. Oh, that is that is Iowa through and through. They did it, and they were like, "This is what we need." Not heaven. Iowa. <sighs> you know what? I'm I'm I will forever hate that All movie. Right. Now, I just want you to know that. Well, just that close. That's Carson King. That's what happened. Yep. So that's so that's up to date on that. All right. Now. You know what? Let's get let's get let's turn up the heat a little bit. We might, yeah. Let's turn it up. Yeah, we're turning it down, but also turning it up because a different kind of heat. Yeah, a different kind of heat. <laughs> so here we are into the month of October, and the same stupid question arises once stupid. again. Stupid. How soon is I'll too soon stupid. for Christmas decorations <laughs> to be put up? Now, here we are at the beginning of October. Let's let's preface oh, this. You're smacking the table we are now. at the beginning of October. Okay. We have not gone through Halloween. We have not gone through Thanksgiving. <laughs> we are two full holidays away uh, from Christmas. Yeah. Let that be known. Yeah. Okay. I'll preface it with that and then I'll go into the meat of it. So there was a study released. Yes, there was. Um, I don't know who these people talk to, uh, some some nut jobs somewhere. Uh, but <laughs> according to this study, 43% of Americans say that they're okay with putting up decorations for Christmas before Halloween. I yeah, I I I, I, I I'm I'm a loss. I'm at a loss for words. At how stupid that is! I just don't. Why? I want your reaction to because you aren't because you're not a you're not a before Halloween no, person. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I, you are a directly okay. after Halloween person. My thing is stores and the culture is decorate for Halloween, decorate for Christmas. So as soon as Halloween's over, 
you're well within the two months before Christmas, and you can start decorating for Christmas on November 1st if you want to. Do I do that? No. I at least wait until about November 9th, November 10th. (laughs) But (laughs) I give it a solid week because it takes me a while to get the other decorations down. It's mostly because I'm lazy. But before Halloween, that's ridiculous. That uh, before I mean, Halloween is that absurd? Can we agree on that at least? I, that's yeah, absurd, right? If you're doing it before Halloween, that's that's a bit. What much. are you doing <laughs> now? Sixty percent of Americans also say they're okay with Christmas decor in stores before Halloween. If it's in a section in the corner of the building, I'm fine with it as well. I know a lot of people want to get those deals and they want to start preparing. They want to buy it beforehand. That's fine if it's in stores, but if you're putting it up in your house before Halloween. That's it's it's ridiculous, and you know how these stores do, and they've done it forever. Basically, they go all out on these Christmas displays in stores. I mean, you get the the carols going and all the lights and stuff. <laughs> it's just like I don't want to see that before Halloween. Why? Why? It's not like I said. If it's in a corner somewhere, okay. Yeah, the Hobby I'll Lobby always has Christmas decorations. Uh, sure. I'm not going to Hobby Lobby anyway, but yeah, no, same. <laughs> but yeah, if if it's like the entire store is decked out in Christmas, that's eh, a bit much. It is. Now let's talk about this November uh, 9th or 10th deal okay. because I I just don't. You have. Let me tell you about Thanksgiving here. Tell me about it. Like you, I don't know what it we, is. We clearly you don't. So you. <laughs> Listen, outside boy, of I its, like to eat. I know what Thanksgiving is. <laughs> outside. Of its origins, what it's become, right, is this just great opportunity to be with your family, to enjoy each other's company, to enjoy a meal and, you know, just enjoy each other. Agreed. Why are you trampling all over that with Christmas decorations? Why why are Christmas decorations trampling on it? How does that Because you're going right past your it. You're going right past it. Uh, you're not going past it. You you're are. just still celebrating with Christmas decorations around. No, you. no, that's not that's not a thing. Last time I checked, this is America. Oh, uh, here you go. <laughs> you know that's no, no, joke. That's a joke. Yeah. But I, there's no such thing as Thanksgiving decorations. So what is the problem with putting up Christmas decorations? Why do you need to decorate? Because it's festive and like Christmas, Let's go get some leaves. Christmas evokes e- these feelings of joy and happiness, peace on earth, peace to man, goodwill towards all. And if I want two months of that before Christmas, why sue me? Yeah, I'm, you'll hear from my attorney. Okay, <laughs> please don't. I, just, I don't have that kind of money. But do you think I have an at attorney? The same time. <laughs> it's just, I just, it just seems like you're just diminishing the value of the holiday that is Thanksgiving by trampling you over it with your Christmas it. decorations. You can still enjoy it with some tinsel hanging on your mantle. No, I've always, my family has always been right after Thanksgiving, you go ahead and then you put the Christmas stuff up and you enjoy the month. And then we're a little too lazy. So it kind of spills over into January <laughs> a little bit. And then eventually January 9th or 10th, you right. take it down. I'm going to make a podcast confession. All right. Here this we go. is, we need to name these. This here is we real go. talk with rash. This is, we'll call this deep rash. Uh, the Christmas lights on my front porch. Did not come down. To oh, here. my gosh. You mean to tell me you have Christmas lights okay. on your porch at this very moment? No, they didn't come down till June. They're down now. You're lowering your neighbor's property value. 
I until June. I feel bad about it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am deathly afraid of heights. Absolutely terrified. Okay. I can't do ladders. I, I am too. I, I get it. I can't do it, and so I just put it off. I don't go out in the front of my house very often, so I don't see it much. But I was too afraid to get a ladder, so I had to wait until somebody could help me out. But uh, wait, who put them up? Uh, my dad when he was in town. Yeah. Oh, I know. I sound oh, pretty bad, but ouch. I hate. I'm not. I'm not even afraid. I, 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 I can't blame you. For I hate heights. I, I can't. I can't. Blame they were up till June. That's your deep rash cut. Gosh. All right. Well, you we know, gotta get to the light here's tomorrow. the thing. I, it just give Thanksgiving a chance. No. Will you? I mean, it already has a chance. It just does it with Christmas decorations. I just, I just, I just can't with you. All right. We're going to get to the lightning round. All right. That's Let's start out with uh, a, a Penn State. And this is something that, uh, that happened pretty recently. I actually saw this today. Um, it was posted yesterday. Uh, yesterday evening, a Penn State football player uh, posted a, a letter that one of his teammates gotten in the mail um, and uh, to, I guess, kind of summarize it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, the man talks about how he and his wife are proud older graduates of Penn State. They follow all the sports and they were just uh, watching the latest Penn State game on TV and they couldn't notice, they can help but notice, quote, his awful hair. He's a dreadlocked player. Um, the player hasn't been identified yet uh, to this point. Um, it's it i'll just read a portion of this surely there must be mirrors in the locker room don't you have parents or girlfriend who have told you those shoulder length dreadlocks look disgusting or certainly not attractive you'll certainly be playing on sunday in the future but we've stopped watching the nfl due to the disgusting tattoos awful hair and immature antics in the end zone players should act as though they've quote been there before end quote this was sent to a college student from a uh, presumably grown older adult, they they call themselves older graduates of Penn State. At what point? Um, and this is a problem that a lot of people have. First of all, that's just wrong on every single level. I mean, just just absolutely I, positively. This is the first wrong. time I'm hearing about. I've never heard this story yet. Yeah, this just this was just posted and yesterday by this player. I'm, I'm disgusted. I'm it, not- it's are, disgusting. Also, the the header of the letter: "We are Penn State proud." Like, yeah, it's it's absolutely uh, disgusting. And then there's so many times that people just forget that these are these are just. I mean, they're adults, but they are college students, which means they are just now adults. They are young adults, and you are talking to these people as though they are like these full grown adults just like you you need to realize that first of all these people are not your property mm, <laughs> they're not somebody that you know you you can uh, just uh, just influence any way that you want they're you already playing fit. for free they're already playing for free and and these are these are college students <laughs> you know these like that's somebody's son like, would you would you like if somebody spoke to your child that yeah. way i, oh, I, I just it, it's unbelievable to me and what is wrong with how somebody wants to do their hair like what's wrong with dreadlocks? The most petty thing ever. <laughs> Clean cut days. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, yeah. Back when they were like wearing what leather hats and it, exactly apart. like no like fashion changes times change like it, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, it, oh, I, it, it, it's awful it's mm. awful so hopefully that person is is tracked down and and there are some type of uh, some type of punishment to them all right. 
moving on to the uh, Houston Rockets and their uh, owner um, tweeted a pretty interesting uh, tweet uh, about China. And as a result, uh, China has severed ties. A lot of Chinese businesses have severed ties with the Houston Rockets. I, I should say their general manager, not their owner, Houston Rockets general manager. Right. Um, sent these tweets out and and you know it's just it's very i don't know this is something that again social media (laughs) getting you in trouble uh but this is obviously a a grown adult the general manager of the houston rockets why would you do that shouldn't you know i mean outside of the united states uh, china is one of a huge Supporter of the NBA, one of the yeah, huge uh, supporters also, of the I mean, league. You can't let your job suppress your freedom of speech. And what he was doing was standing with the protesters. And mm-hmm. so if he believes that, I mean, he's shooting himself in the foot and you are free to do so. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't fault him for, for having beliefs, you know, and having a say in which side he stands with. Uh, but yeah, you have to be aware. You got to know. And hopefully he was aware. Maybe he knew exactly what he was doing. But Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just I'm, and and I mean, this also goes. This is a deep, deep story of the protests alone and China's censorship culture. Mm, yeah, there's a lot, a lot more. There's to a it. lot mm-hmm. going on there that's just super deep. I can't fault the guy for standing up, but let it be another lesson. Yeah, just your your tweets are going to have consequences. They're going to come back to you every time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, this this one is also something. <laughs> <laughs> really, really interesting. We're going back to the kids now. The maker of Fortnite might face a class action lawsuit. <laughs> so two parents uh, of two t- of some teenage sons in Canada uh, said that the company essentially designed the video game Fortnite uh, to be addictive, similar to the likes of uh, hardcore drugs such as cocaine. Uh, I just what I just I sorry for screaming. Sorry I, for your ears. I mean headphone alert. What what I don't I what are you serious? Okay, are you serious right now? I am sorry that your little ten year old and your little fifteen year old can't control themselves, and you as a parent can't control your kids. Say it and give them limits on how much they play their video Say games. It. But that is not the video game maker's fault. You, you're going to bring a class action lawsuit. Guess what? To I a have video played game maker? Fortnite, <laughs> and I've never tried cocaine before. <laughs> I want that to be clear. But I can tell you, I only played it a few times because it was not that addictive. I mean, and you know, you get, you see these little snots all over the place doing these Fortnite dances and <laughs> things like that. Like those kids are like those kids are in it. It is a lifestyle. I'll say <sighs> that. But to say that it's it was designed to be addictive for the I I it this is just strange and this is just the problem of people trying to blame somebody else for their own problems and shortcomings. You are the parents if you are if Parent you children if you tell those kids that they can't play Fortnite twenty four seven all the time, then that's that's on you. You do what you need to do, whatever all your parenting style is. And make sure they don't if you don't Lock want them to do that. The PS4 or the Xbox. Take, or unplug all that stuff, and, and that's it. That, that's it. All it takes, you don't even have to take the PS4. You just got to take that power. Get wire. the cord. Yep. That's it. 
I, I, you're going to bring a class action lawsuit. A class action lawsuit. Against class the video game two maker. people. I mean, I, I just, stop it. No. Just cut it out. Ridiculous. Cut it out, people. And it's addictive as cocaine. Okay, how would they know? Also, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there are real people that are facing addiction uh, to a real drug. Don't minimize that. Right. Don't minimize that's, that. That's, that has ruined lives. Cocaine don't do that. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Don't. <laughs> I mean, come don't on. Minimize. Ridiculous. Wow. All right. All right. Well, that, that felt good. That, that it, you know it's what? been a while. Why um, did we take so long to do it? I don't know. We had to get a lot out of our system. We did. Man. We a little did. bit long, a little, but it was worth it. A little bit longer. A little bit fiery. But you know what? That's, that's what we're here for. That's mm. it for this episode of Don't Be Rash. We hope you liked it. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it home, Redrick. Well, you know, yes, that's it. That's, that's it. That's this episode of Don't Be Rash. <sighs> Hopefully we'll... Bring you know, some more something a little bit sooner, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. We'll see. Well, if you did, you can go on Apple Podcasts. We are on there. Hopefully, that's where you're listening. Please leave us a five star review. That's going to help our podcast to be seen. It's going to help us. Also, we have, uh, you know, uh, other ways you can review us. Review us on Facebook. I think you can do stuff like that. Oh, you can do all that kind of stuff. And speaking of Facebook, we are on social media. We're all on there: Facebook, Instagram at Don't Be Rash Podcast on Twitter at Don't Be Rash. That's Rash with an E, by the way. That's Thanks, mom that, and dad. That's you. <laughs> Find us, give us a like, and uh, give us your hot takes. What do you think about some of the things we discussed? Let us know yeah. about it. And uh, you know what? We always need help coming up with ideas. So of just, course, uh, give us your give us your ideas too. Yeah, yeah. If you think <laughs> we us, should talk about something, yeah, let us, us know make about this podcast. it. <laughs> exactly. We're the people's podcast. Yeah, amen to that. All right. Thanks for joining us. Dubby Rash is recorded inside the lovely Sunnyside Studios in Rock Island, Illinois. Produced by Ash Simpson and me, Redrick Terry. Owen Hulk is our technical producer. New episodes are released every Monday or whenever we get around to it. 